Hello, I'm Martin Brown from Martin Brown's Marketing Bugle podcast, helping you market your business online. Thank you for listening. There are e-learning courses and other bonuses that you can take for free, which are associated with this series of podcasts. Visit my website, martinbrown.com for details. That's Martin with a Y. You can also join my monthly magazine, Digital Bugle, which is downloadable every issue by subscribing to my email updates. How to build a real business right now. This is for everyone who has procrastinated on building an at-home business and suddenly finds they have the time and the inclination to do it. But the thought of creating products, building funnels, and recruiting affiliates is just too much. Step 1. Pick a small, hot niche. Weight loss for women is too big. Weight loss for women over 50 who work from home and hate dieting and workouts might be good. Step 2. Write your compelling story. This is your story of why you are in this niche. For example, when you were 55 you were diagnosed with diabetes and the doctor said you were going to die in 5 years if you didn't change your ways. Because you were working from home and had no motivation to work out or eat right. This stuff was hard. But here's what you did, and now look how far you've come. Your story can also be someone else's story. Your parent, partner, sibling, best friend, whatever. But you need a compelling story of why you are spending your time in this niche. It will connect you to readers in a way nothing else can. Step 3. Create great content to give away for free. In fact, give away all of your content. Use it to get subscribers to engage people on social media, to get them on your blog and other people's blogs and so forth. Give it all away. This way you have zero pressure to create products and funnels but you are still perceived as being the expert. Step 4. Sell affiliate programs. Find the programs that deliver excellent value and perfectly suit your readers. These are the programs you can recommend 1000% to your list because you know they do what they way they do. Then use the no like and trust you've been building with your audience to promote these programs. Step 5. Have fun with what you're doing. If it is fun then you're not doing it right. I don't mean Friday night get drunk fun. I mean the exhilarating satisfaction of putting out another piece of content that gets raves, helps someone and so forth. Find your reasons to keep doing this and review those reasons often to stay motivated and keep your content interesting and exciting. Step 6. Optional create your own courses coaching and so forth. Do this if and when you want to. If things are going well, I venture that in 6 to 12 months you will be itching to make your own product. By then you will have enough experience in your niche to know what people want, what can sell and how you will sell it. Joining us this time is a former fighter pilot who has since become a high flyer in helping everyday people to make more money, become more persuasive, and to enjoy what they do. It's my pleasure this time to welcome five-time number one best-selling author and internationally recognized speaker, Ed Rush. Ed, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for your time. I just am just absolutely enjoying the opportunity to talk about how people can grow their brand, have more fun, uh, conquer the world, change the world, share their message and, you know, still make it home for dinner. That's great. Well, Ed, we're going to touch on many of those things um, as we as we head through the next few minutes or so. You were a fighter pilot. That's That's got to be a stressful job. <laughs> well, uh, being a fighter pilot was both stressful and, as you can imagine, insanely fun. Uh, I was a fighter pilot for uh, 13 years in the Marine Corps. I flew F-18s uh, on and off aircraft carriers on and into uh, combat 
And the I'd say the most interesting part about that is I'm a person that failed kindergarten. So I wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed. I really learned early on that to be successful at anything, I needed to be able to follow uh, successful people. And that led me uh, not only to graduating from kindergarten, but I ended up graduating from college and made my way into the Marine Corps. Uh, at one point in my time there, I was the number one instructor in the Marine Corps for one against one dogfighting and all this from the kid that failed to kindergarten. Wow. So uh, I suppose my burning question is, is it just like it is in Top Gun? It's literally exactly like that, down to the presence of Tom Cruise in everyone's ready room at any <laughs> moment's notice. Um, Top Gun, I think, did an interesting job cap capturing the spirit of a fighter pilot. Um, the the, the dog, actual dogfighting scenes, I don't think, were all that accurate, to be honest. But, um, but uh, you know, I, I think uh, the ac actual real-life fighter pilots might not be as cool as Maverick and Iceman. They they tend to be more electric, you know, uh, uh, um, engineer uh, types, actually, in real life. Right. Um, but, you know, fundamentally, to fly an airplane is a very simple thing. I teach people how to fly and fight the F-18 in three simple sentences. And the three sentences go like this. If you push the stick forward, the houses get bigger. If you pull the stick back, the houses get smaller. And when when you push the red button on the stick all the houses go away. That's really all you need to know. <laughs> That's great. I suppose as well, if you can teach someone how to fly a fighter plane, that you can certainly teach people how to work online, as it were, <laughs> you know. Um, out of the two things, I mean, you know, they're not connected. So how did you go from being a fighter pilot into the online space? Yeah, you know, so it was back in 2005, 2006, and I was looking, I was in the Marine Corps, I was looking at the possibility of being deployed overseas for about a year. It was at the same time uh, that I had started to have a family. I had a little five-month-old baby uh, at home, and it was almost in that exact instant that I decided that that I didn't want my home life dominated by an empty chair at the dinner table. Uh, and so I decided, you know, I'm trying to find a way to make some money and, and support my family, so I looked in the normal places a pilot looks uh, you know, at the airlines, maybe flying for one of the big carriers. And I decided to go down that road and I, I started putting applications in with some of those companies when in the middle of a movie one night, my wife literally stopped the movie and looks at me and goes, is that really what you want to do? And I think she knew me better than I knew myself at the time. Frankly, I would have gone crazy uh, with that job. And, uh, and so what I did was I uh, started learning and I started learning a little bit about marketing, especially online marketing. And I decided I was going to try it out. Uh, and so I created a little book. It was just this tiny little ebook. It was about how to become a fighter pilot. And uh, truth be told, my goal for that book was I wanted to make enough money to buy a computer. Uh, at the time, a computer was going to be two to $2,500. And so I put this little book online. And lo and behold, uh, I woke up the next morning and I had a sale. Uh, at the time, that book was $14.50. It was discounted down from a whopping $24. Uh, and I had a sale for this kid who had got my book the night before, read it through page to page, and sent me an email the next day and said, dude, thank you so much for putting this together. Uh, it literally changed my life. Now, the rest of that story is that kid ended up going on into the Air Force and actually becoming a pilot, which is which is truly an amazing uh, part of that very first purchase that I ever had. Mm. Uh, and sure enough, that little tiny business, teaching people how to become fighter pilots, turned into about a $15,000 a month uh, business at one point back in the late 2000s, 2008, 2009. So, ne needless to say, I got my computer. 
uh, and I got a lot more after that. And so I uh, simply replicated that process. Uh, I started another little business, this time with my dad. My dad is a famous basketball referee, uh, and he you know, refereed with Michael Jordan and Larry Bird and, and uh, Magic Johnson. And we created a course for basketball referees. Uh, that was my second online course, and I used all the same principles that I had learned before getting leads, converting leads, following up, you know, good email sequences. And sure enough, that little business turned into about a quarter million dollar a year business, which is still in existence today. I sold that first fighter pilot business, but that second business, the referee business is still rocking and rolling. Uh, Today, we still have uh, over 700 members on a $30 a month membership uh, club. And really, that was my first foray into marketing both of those products. Wow. So, I mean, almost success straight out of the gate, which is which is impressive in itself. And also, I, I'm still kind of wondering, what kind of computer did you buy? I mean, you wanted it, you wanted it <laughs> one for $2,500, and instead you got $15,000 a month. I mean, that's you must have the biggest computer in the world. <laughs> I mean, actually, I ended up buying – so the, the computer is still sitting here. I don't know why it's sitting in my office, but it's this gigantic t- Dell Tower that's never – hasn't been used in the last eight years. But, you know, it's interesting. So you said success right out of the box. And really that first business, that first business, I'm so thankful that it was successful uh, the way that it was. I definitely had help. I mean, I I have to tell you, I bought every single information marketing training product I could get my hands on. I learned from Dan Kennedy and I learned from Perry Marshall, who was really one of my – key mentors back in, in, in 2007, 2008 to teach me how to uh, use Google AdWords and landing pages. And, and I learned from everyone that I could. I spent, I mean, I bought the computer, but I, I probably spent that first year's worth of $15,000 a month on training courses and masterminds and products. And I truly accelerated my learning curve. I think I probably crammed about 10 years of learning and development into about 10 months. Uh, and I definitely had some failures along the way. You know, I mean, a lot of the times when we tell the stories, we remember the high points, but boy, there were probably another five businesses that I tried and failed along the way, uh, which brings me to one of my fa- um, favorite success tips. Uh, in fact, I learned this from Perry Marshall back in the day. The success tip is fail fast next. Uh, and I was a fail fast next kind of guy. And so I really zigzagged uh, to success, but yeah, I did it fairly quickly. And uh, and it was a blast just learning all that stuff. And sure enough, literally within years, I'm standing up on stages teaching people the things that I'm doing online. That's how quickly it all happened. Wow. I mean, it's it's an amazing story. And, and as you say, it started out really with just a desire to buy a computer. So you had that desire in mind, that, that end goal, if you like. And, you know, to, to put a book together, how long did it take you to put the book on how to be a fighter pilot together? I I wrote it. So I took a two-week trip to Japan uh, I was training some pilots over there at the time, and I started it when I landed in Japan, and I was done about two weeks later. So, so, so it just goes to show. I mean, I've written, I fully have written, like my last book, uh, my fifth book, it's called Twenty One Day Miracle. I wrote that book. Uh, I went from idea to published to number one bestseller in twenty one days, and I've sold literally almost thirty thousand copies of this book. So, so it's a it's a legitimate book. It's not some sort of rag that isn't edited. I mean, it's a good, good book. So my, my point in telling you that is you, you be amazed at how fast you can get things done uh, with some discipline and focus. And that really is a lot of what I teach uh, to the folks that I work with is like, you know, 
life's short and now's a good time to roll up your sleeves and flat out get it done. And would you say that the discipline from being a fighter pilot, from the, you know, the, the career you had, if you like, before this, um, that gave you that discipline? I think... I think the Marine Corps uh, really was the place that I learned that. I, I was a Marine before I became a fighter pilot. <laughs> but, uh, and so the whole idea of, you know, if you're, if you're uh, five minutes early, you're already 10 minutes late was really the Marine Corps' motto, more than, even more than Semper Fi. Uh, and yeah, I learned, I learned the discipline of just flat out getting things done. You know, I teach people, uh, you know, every once in a while somebody will come to me and they'll ask, uh, they'll, they'll, they'll say, you know, I have, a, I have a challenge, Ed, with procrastination. And I will tell them there are two ways to solve your procrastination. And both of these are perfectly acceptable methods, but I would recommend one over the other. And method number one is to recognize you have a problem with procrastination and to buy some books or some online courses to help you overcome your procrastination. And then you can get maybe like a daily planner to show you how to overcome procrastination and then you can make your list of all the objectives you want to accomplish and then your sub list of all the action steps you're going to take and then put some dates next to those and some put some accountability in place and that's that's the first way to overcome procrastination and the second way to overcome procrastination is to literally just start the project that you want to work on i mean literally like start writing the book start the podcast start streaming online uh, put a start doing events and and, and, and my approach to productivity, even early on, was ready, fire, aim, man. I put, <laughs> I put things in practice and I started doing things uh, before I even knew how to do them. And, and really, that's, uh, I mean, if I had probably the most important success tip that I could give people is, is you'll, you're never going to be ready, so you might as well just do it now. Make the phone call, get the sale, put the website up, write the book, create the course, you know, do the ads. You're you're never going to know everything that you need to know, so you might as well just start it now because life's too short to wait. That's right. I, you're right, and the whole idea of just just learn on the job, as it were. You know, you don't need to know everything before you get started. Just get started, and you'll you'll find out what you need to do, and be able to to move things along. And also, I love the fact that, as you said, that along the way you did encounter some of those setbacks, but that hasn't stopped you from continuing pushing forward and that's that's a real key learning point there in itself isn't it yeah i would say if i had to go back statistically speaking my best guess is i've had probably 19 failures for every single success and i mean that on the micro level and also on the macro level uh i i, I mean i've i've created a lot of videos i've written five books um, I've created more products than I have fingers and toes to count. I've spoken on more stages and tried to do more things. And I can just tell you that uh, business is fraught with peril. So, so if you're not willing to get out there and get your nose into the grindstone and deal with a little bit of the frustration or the discouragement, then you know business isn't for you. The truth is, as 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 teachers, a lot of times. We tell tell the stories about all of our um, successes because the truth is, people want to people want to learn from the things that you were successful at. But behind every great success that I know, oh man, there's a long string of failures. And the cool thing about those failures is they really act like a missile on an F-18. So, for example, in, in the F-18, the airplane that I flew the most uh, predominantly, when a missile comes off the airplane, 
Initially, that missile just flies straight for about 400 meters. Uh, there's a really good reason for that. The tracking systems usually don't even turn on until halfway through that first 400 meters. That's because, you know, we buy missiles here in the United States from the lowest bidder, and we want to be careful, you know, not to hit ourselves, I guess. <laughs> uh, but but after that, the missile turns on its tracking system. And every single missile that flies off an airplane, no matter how, how technologically robust that missile is, every single missile uh, initially takes some pretty wild turns on its way to the target. And what you'll see if you follow a full missile trajectory especially, for example, like a, an AIM-9, which is a Sidewinder missile. I mean, it's named the Sidewinder missile because it's constantly making these corrections. And the big corrections happen far away, and the small corrections happen uh, in close. And what you see is a missile that's constantly adjusting left and right, left and right, up and down. That's because of two things. Number one, the missile some, most of the time is always off course. But the second thing is the airplane that it's it's targeting is always moving, you know? And so in business, and especially if you're marketing online, the first thing is your, your targeting is never perfect. And so you're always adjusting, you know? You're always adjusting your message to your market. But the, but the, but the other truthful reality about the thing is the market's always changing, always changing. I mean, we're recording this uh, right in the middle of this coronavirus scare in in the world we're in our second week here in the united states of what people are calling lockdown and i'm here to tell you the world has completely changed in two weeks and so if you're not adjusting to this i mean i, I i'm getting marketing messages from companies and i'm seeing facebook posts and instagram posts and twitter posts from companies that are still rolling out their old stuff that worked a month ago nobody's paying attention to that stuff i mean it's a completely different world that we're operating in and so just like a missile, you're always, always adjusting. And the fun part about business and entrepreneurship and life is right about the time you have it all figured out, life changes and you get to figure it out all over again. And as long as you look at it as some big fun game, you're going to have a blast. You're going to make a lot of money and you're going to help a lot of people. Yes, yeah, good good advice. I mean, um, now you, you've mentioned you know your books that you've written and you mentioned the 21 Day Miracle that you wrote in 21 days. I mean, that's, uh, it does what it says on the, on the cover, I guess, in that respect. Um, which other books have you written, Ed? And can you tell us a little bit about the process behind those as well? Yeah. I mean, this book, the last one that I just mentioned, 21 Day Miracle, really is my pride and joy. That's the book that I always send people to go to initially because it really is the best of what I've got um, in terms of the, of my books. And my process is really simple. Uh, I create wh while I'm in motion, so I do a lot better in motion than I do in meditation. Uh, and so with this particular book, I had an idea, a concept, what I was going to create. Uh, I gave myself a time window that I was gonna do it, and I just sat down and flat out did it. Uh, to write a book this big, it's a little over 200 pages, uh, and uh, let's see, 200, let me actually open it up and just see the number of, of pages, just shy of 200 pages. And to write a book like this, uh, it was about 60,000 words. I sat down and literally wrote about seven to eight thousand words a day. That's about nine in the morning for me until about one or two in the afternoon. Uh, I type like a chicken on amphetamines, so I'm not a great typer, uh, but I do know how to operate in a distraction-free environment. And I'll tell you that anyone who's ever written anything knows that the first few pages of what you write is near meaningless drivel. I mean, you're mind needs to really kind of kickstart to get into content creation mode. But I'll tell you, as you start to write, 
chapter two gets better and chapter three gets better and chapter four is just amazing and chapter five you know, is nirvana. And then you start to go back and change the introduction in chapter one and chapter two. And the creative process really, like I said, is, is done more through motion uh, than it is through uh, meditation. And that's true for writing articles or doing videos or creating a product, which is why my first thing is to just get up and do it. Uh, and then we launched it. It became a number one bestseller on Amazon in its category, which frankly isn't that hard. And then within about a month and a half of the launch, it was Amazon's number one business book. Um, that was beating Tim Ferriss and Seth Godin, which was a, a beautiful moment. There were over a thousand book sales in a single day and we're up to, um, nearly 30,000 sales of this book, uh, overall. And, um, it's just a testament to, you know, when you get into the, into motion and you get a product out there, the market could take over and give you some success. I mean, this book, I didn't really market this book. I mean, I'm a marketing guy, you know, I'm a promotional guy, I like running ads. I didn't barely do anything with this book. I think I sent one email to my list. I'm not even exaggerating. And this book just took off on its own on Amazon. So uh, I'm actually in the process of working on my sixth book right now, <laughs> which wow. I'll get to. And uh, hopefully that'll do better than even this one. That's great. I mean, and, and the other books that you've written, um, could you just give me a timeline on, you know, when you when you released yeah. your first book and, and the success that that um, achieved yep. and, and so on. My first book uh, was called Take the Shot. Uh, I wrote that n nothing more than a series of articles. I had written about six or seven articles that I had put online. I put them all into a book, edited and printed. That was back in 2008. That was back when if you wanted to publish a book, you had to buy about 3,000 or more of your own books. So I still literally have books in my office from that, from that very first book. Um, my second book, uh, so I have um, uh, um, uh, some of these some of these little books, by the way, are fairly schizophrenic. Um, my second book, I wrote a book uh, with Mike Koenigs on con on uh, consulting. Uh, my third book was a book for attorneys. I launched a information marketing business back in 2012 uh, that was designed uh, solely for attorneys. So I wrote a book which is out of print now called How to Turn Clicks into Clients. That was my first. That was really the, when I first understood the power of a book. Uh, the short narrative on this was, you know, my partners and I were trying to get in to speak at bar associations, and we were getting no's. We were getting making phone calls, but getting no's. And we wrote this book, and we changed our outbound calling script to what I'm going to do right now. It sounds like this. Hi, my name is Ed Rush. I'm the number one best-selling author of the book, How to Turn Clicks into Clients. We're on a speaking tour or sorry, we're on a book tour. As a part of our book tour, we're on a speaking tour and we were wondering if you wanted us to come in and speak. And we went from having one talk in a single year in 2011 to 48 bar association talks, literally almost one every week in 2012, simply because of a book. Um, so that book was my foray into credibility, which was really cool. And then, uh, and then right after that, I wrote a book um, called Warrior, uh, that actually is a, a Christian book. Uh, it's it was written for men. Um, it's called uh, Warrior: um, Understanding the Furious Love of the God Who Fights for You. And then my last book, of course, was this business book, um, uh, Twenty One Day Miracle, which shows people how to get more done in less time with less waste, allowing them the freedom to enjoy their life and themselves. And would you say that by having the book, uh, Ed, that it's it's really opened up new avenues for you to explore? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like a book as a business card. There's nothing like a book as a promotional tool. 
Um, and there's really nothing like a book uh, to draw the right kind of clientele uh, to you. I mean, my mm. my best client, and 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 about seventy percent of my my business now, by the way, seventy uh, percent of my revenue is in advising and consulting at a very high level. Uh, and I'm talking about twenty-five to eighty thousand dollar range um, for for the consulting work that I do. My best clients start at about a half a million dollars a year businesses and go up to about thirty to forty million dollars a year. So, so it's important for me to attract the right people. You know, mm. if I'm if I'm attracting um, you know like a bunch of kids from college or something like that, well, you know, maybe I'll have a big following online and my Twitter feed will be full, but I'm not going to get the kind of business that I want on the back end. So, so targeting is really important to me. So I write nowadays, I write books and create content for the target market that I'm looking to work with. How do you define the success? Would you say, is, is it through the amount of sales or the revenue or the opportunity that it brings? Yeah, I think it's a combination. So first of all, I'm thrilled with the, with the number of sales. Um, Full disclosure: the revenue is meaningless to me. Um, I mean, now don't don't get me wrong. I've made money on my books, but I price them. I price my books as low as I can. I mean, look, my ebook, my my digital version of my book is ninety nine cents. I think the paperback is like eight dollars. Um, I'm not interested in the revenue stream from that, and I'll tell you why. Amazon has sent me a steady stream of charts and graphs to show me that if I raise the price of my book we will both make a lot more money together. Um, but every time I look at those graphs, as the price goes up, the number of people that buy my book goes down. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in the lead from my book more than I'm interested in the revenue from my book. And this is a really important point, uh, and it's one that as you're listening or reading, uh, you should take a note of. This book, uh, 25.7% of the people that buy my book opt into my email list. That That's not the number of people that hit the page. That's the number of people that buy the book. That's a really high number. Uh, and the reason they do is because the book is created and designed from the ground up uh, to, to encourage somebody to opt in on my email list. So I've got, at this point, um, I've got, let's see, what's the actual number? I think it's a 7,000. Seven, eight thousand people now, uh, new people on my email list because of this book, and that's what I'm after. So, the book sales are great because I like influencing people. the The revenue is pretty meaningless to me. The lead, though, is really important, and I've had people who showed up at my events, uh, which is really where most of my revenue is made in my business. I've had people show up my, out of my events um, simply because they went to Amazon, they were looking for books, they found my book. They read my book. They became a believer in the philosophies that I teach, uh, and then they showed up at my event, and, and they became clients. And so that's really, if you ask me, what I'm proudest of, I'm proudest of the lives that I've been able to influence and the people that I've been able to help through the book. Yeah, no, it makes makes sense, and it just goes to show as well that you know you don't need to be uh, on YouTube, for example, to be an influencer. You can use something like Amazon as a way to you know influence an audience and get them to actually opt in and as you say become you know passionate advocates of, of what you do they, they're coming to events to, to meet you off the back of a 99 cent book that they found on you know clicking around on amazon i mean yep. it, it, it's great that you know and that's a that's a real learning point as well that again 
for a lot of people listening or reading, um, that's definitely something that you could take forward yourself. Now, you've worked as well over the years with many uh, big name uh, internet marketers. Um, how did that come about, Ed? <laughs> so, I, so, so first of all, totally by accident. Um, what, so what ended up happening was I got when I got successful back in 2008, 2009, I started going to events and the person who was hosting the event, I knew, you know, a lot of these folks and they knew about the success that I was having online. And so they would bring me up and I would sit next to them on stage on a stool and they would ask me about what I was doing online and the success that I was having. And I would tell the story. And then what would happen is I would, I, I would go to the back of the room on the break. And during the break, someone would come up to me and ask if they could pay me money uh, to help them in their business. And I have a very simple philosophy. And it goes like this. If somebody wants to give you money, uh, I let them. And so I started to, I started to do at the time, um, what I considered consulting. And then I ended up in some mastermind groups. Uh, I was in, for example, Bill Glazer's mastermind with some of the best and brightest internet marketers on the planet. And I started telling the story about what I was able to do online. I mean, I was working at the at that point back in 2009, 2010. I was I was making, shoot, twenty five thousand dollars, twenty to twenty five thousand dollars a month, on on about five hours a month. I mean, at this point, I had pretty much set things up on autopilot, and I was trying to launch some other ventures. And I had one of the guys pull me aside who was, if I mention the name, I mean, he was, he was one of the biggest internet marketers on the planet at that point. And he said, you know what? He goes, we're all working like 15 hours a day in this, in this business. And it, tur it turns out that you created the thing that we're all talking about, but none of us have. <laughs> and I thought that was like such a cool and very brutally honest assessment of the average sort of internet marketing guru, if you will, you know? Um, working their butt off to, to teach people how to not work, <laughs> you know, and, and, um, anyway, so at that point I actually started having some of these guys, some of the best and the brightest in the marketing world, um, bring me in, um, like literally through the back door to try to help them grow their business, uh, to be more influential, to take more time off, to create their business into an actual business instead of a job. Um, and man, I've been able to work with, I mean, some of the people I can mention, uh, that I've been able to work with and help, uh, Brian Tracy, Tracy brought me in to work uh, with him, uh, twice. Uh, Brian is an incredible speaker, as you know. Uh, and I was able to work with him, John Asaraf, who's, who's from the secret. I've been able to help John, uh, with some of his online promotions, Mike Koenigs, who you might be familiar with, creator of traffic guys Mike and I worked for about five straight years together. Um, launching, oh shoot, I run out of fingers and toes to count the number of hmm. launches we did. I think we had seven, seven figure launches that we did together, uh, during the time that we were, we were working together. So yeah, I've been blessed to really work with some of the best and the brightest in the business and to be behind the scenes in their business and to help them and to grow and to see their audiences grow. And it's been a blast. I can imagine. I mean, it sounds like, you know, you, you enjoy the process as well. That, that, that comes through loud and clear. I mean, it, what advice would you give to someone who perhaps has either, you know, either thinking of starting or who has started uh, an online business? What advice um, would you give to them in order to grow their business or in fact, just start a business? Yeah, I mean, the first thing I would say, I just a couple thoughts in no particular order. I mean, the first thing I would say is it's all about the problem that you solve. I, I get approached by business owners all the time 
uh, who want me to help them in their business. And I ask the same question, uh, usually first or second question I ask, which is, what's the big problem that you solve? And I can tell you how successful someone's gonna be by the next thing that comes out of their mouth. 90% of business owners, the moment I ask them the problem that they solve, they start talking about themselves, uh, which is precisely not the answer, by the way. Hmm. Um, 10% say, here's the problem, and here's how we solve it. And that's, that's uh, fundamentally marketing is solving, solving problems. The second thing, especially when it comes to, the online, to online marketing, uh, and especially when it comes to information products, is the information marketing world is, is drastically different than it was 10 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago, it, let's say you had a product to teach people how to build a, a tiered terraced garden in their backyard. Well, you could write an ebook, put it up online, buy some Google ads, and sell your tiered terraced garden ebook for $97 all day long on, um, online. Nowadays, there's so much free information on building a tiered terrace garden. I don't know why I decided on that for it as an example. Uh, there's so much information online that you're competing with free, which in certain markets, frankly, is impossible. And so experiences become important. Um, unique selling propositions become even more important. Um, some information marketing niches and businesses have frankly gone away. My, my first business, my how to be a fighter pilot business has for the most part largely gone away. I sold that business five years ago. And um, because the internet's changed. And so, so you need to be offering people true transformation. It oftentimes needs to be attached to a, a real person and a real personality uh, combined with a community, ideally, and with a, um, with a very unique user experience. And I, I think that's what's working right now. Yeah. Well, what's next for you, Ed? What, do, what are you planning to do next? Yeah, I mean, right now, I'm, I've been, I'm two weeks into launching an online show uh, it's, it streams daily right now because of this current, um, coronavirus that we're seeing. And, uh, and so I'm working on that and I'm working on building the processes behind that. So a daily show, which turns into five clips that turns into social media posts that turns into, uh, ongoing promotions. My goal is to see if we can add another 100,000 uh, followers and another 10,000 names to our email list. Uh, during this, I have uh, two events per year. Uh, my next event is called the Ultimate Speaker. I show speakers how to, I show uh, business owners how to become keynote speakers if they want to get paid for their message, and also how to use speaking to grow your business or your brand. So I have a lot of doctors and lawyers and professional folks that come to me uh, that I help them grow their back end of their business through speaking. Uh, and then uh, my next event after that, uh, I believe will be an event for advisors and consultants or people who want to get paid uh, for their time and their expertise, which I think is literally the fastest way to make $10,000 a month. I mean, if you want to make money fast, I always tell people one of the fastest ways to do it is to use your knowledge to help someone else get what they want. Uh, and so that's ahead for me. And then down the road, um, my big mission and vision in life is to completely change the way we lead as a country here in the United States. So uh, my goal is to raise up 400 new leaders uh, that aren't Republicans or Democrats. This is a 100% nonpartisan uh, movement. I think that the best answers we have as a country come from uh, entrepreneurs and innovators. And I'd love to raise up entrepreneurs who wanna lead our country because the truth is uh, across the board and across the world, we're not being led very well. Our, international and national leaders, I think, um, have failed us in a lot of ways. And I think it's time for a new generation of leaders to step up. 
Amen to that, definitely. Uh, Ed, how can we find out more about you? Where can we find you online? If anybody wants to find out more and, you know, um, maybe even sign up for the Ultimate Speaker or for the um, the Consultant and Advisor course, how do we do that? Yeah, I mean, the best, uh, the best first place to go is a website which will be the easiest website you ever remember. It's edrushbook.com. It's, it's my name plus the word book. When you get there, you're going to get a link to my 99-cent digital book, um, 21 Day Miracle. But you also get a whole website, a whole um, membership website that I'm gifting to your subscribers um, totally for free that has a whole host of trainings on how to get more done in less time with less waste and to really enjoy your life. So that's edrushbook.com. Everything else on me is right on my website, which is edrush.com. That's just E-D-R-U-S-H.com. That's where all my products, all my events, uh, that's where all the information is about this current show that I've got, um, links to my social media and everything. So uh, come over there and say hello. And then uh, when you opt in, uh, make sure you send me an email and tell me who you are and where you're from and what you do. I actually read my actual emails and actually respond to them. So uh, I love just hearing from folks who are out there in the trenches trying to make things happen and trying to change the world. And perhaps we can connect that way. Sounds good. And, and one final question from from me, Ed, is you mentioned earlier uh, that when you were stepping down from being an F-18, is that the right phrase? The F-18 yep. fighter pilot? Yep. Uh, yep. You spoke with your wife about what you were going to do next. Was she, <laughs> was she worried or was she delighted uh, <laughs> at, at your plan? So <laughs> that's a great, that is a really, really great way to wrap up our, our time <laughs> together. So let, let me just put it to you this way. Being an entrepreneur's wife is can be truly terrifying. Or I should just say it this way. Being an entrepreneur's spouse can be truly <laughs> terrifying. And I have such respect and admiration for my wife who, is, who, who, has, who has been on this roller coaster with me up and down <laughs> for the last 14 years. I will tell you uh, that it has worked out great <laughs> for both of us. Uh, but we've certainly learned a lot about each other. And I can tell you one thing. She was right about that flying thing. I'm glad that I did what I did. Uh, I'm blessed every single day to inspire people uh, to really, really pursue greatness uh, in their lives and in their callings. And yeah, it puts a big smile on my face and it puts a big smile on her face too. So we're, we're, we're really, truly blessed. Well, that's a wonderful way to wrap things up. A big shout out to Mrs. Rush, of course, for, uh, <laughs> for everything, her support. And Ed, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thanks again so much for your time. Thank you. Uh, and to everyone um, in your community, I just say, go get a man. Ready, fire, aim. Let's go change the world. Thank you for listening. To keep up to date with all things Marketing Bugle podcast, Join my free email updates, which includes a regular downloadable magazine to help you with your business marketing online. Visit martinbrown.com. That's Martin with a Y. 